Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Goebel. Listen, I am back again this week, kicking off another episode, giving you a dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you, wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer. Listen, maybe even your radio or your television this week, wherever you are listening from, I just want to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your girl's Godcast podcast. Listen, I love you and I appreciate all of you for tuning into the show. And as always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So listen, family, I pray that all of you beauties had an amazing week on last week. I can say that I did have a great week. Even though it was a busy week, it was still great. And listen, my sister and my nephew, who are born on the same day, they celebrated their birthdays on last week. So listen, I just want to shout them out. First Lady Diane Tyree, my sissy, I love you. I hope that you had a very happy and blessed birthday. And to my nephew, Mike Teasy, you have heard me play his music on the show before. Listen, follow him. He is on all social media platforms. And he is such a positive young man with a positive message. So listen, you can follow him at Mike Teasy, that's M-I-K-E-T-E-E-Z-Y, MikeTeasyMusic.com. Happy birthday to him, as well as to his mother, my sissy, Diane Tyree. Listen, and don't sleep on her either. She has a fitness clothing line, Bomb Body. Check her out at BombBody.com. Again, I am wishing both of them a very happy, blessed, and enjoyable birthday. Listen, I know you guys are celebrating big this week, so kick back, relax, and enjoy your time with each other. Well, beautiful souls, it is Palm Sunday. So happy Palm Sunday to all of my listeners. Listen, from a biblical standpoint, According to Christians, Palm Sunday is a celebration for honoring Jesus Christ and his victory as he entered into Jerusalem the week before he was to be crucified. And while this was a joyful, special occasion for all of his followers, this event took place towards the end of his final days on the earth. 
And, you know, Palm Sunday also recalls an event which can be found in Scripture in the New Testament, and it is where Jesus was greeted by his followers waving palm branches as he entered into the city of Jerusalem as they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, which was a shout of praise and adoration that he was the Messiah. And Hosanna means save us now. So for Christians, Palm Sunday is celebrated as a reminder that we are welcoming Jesus into our hearts. And watch this, it also represents our willingness to follow him. And you know, that is exactly what I want to talk about this week. And that is your will. And, you know, family, you've heard me talk about this before on the show that I am a cancer survivor and coming up at the end of the month on April the 24th, I will celebrate 10 years being cancer free. All praise and glory to God. And when you go through something like that, I can say that for me personally, I learned so much about God, faith, healing and fighting, watch this, for my will to live. And last week, I had an opportunity to talk to and minister to a young lady who has been diagnosed with cancer, and she is actually going through this for the second time. And she already has been through a cancer diagnosis and treatment, and She has remained cancer-free for the last few years, but now her cancer is back. So I called her up on last week just to give her some encouragement because I know all too well the mental fight, which can break you down, especially when you are in a fight for your life. So I called her up just to encourage her. And of course, after going through this myself, I understood why it is called a battle. And that is because the battle is in your mind. And you really do have to surround yourself with the word of God, because we are told in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you show consistent and constant trust, assurance, and belief that nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible for God to do in your life and on your behalf, your faith is going to be built up and increased the more you listen to the word of God and allow his word to surround your spirit and get in your spirit because the more you have an assurance that the enemy may come at you one way, but he will have to flee seven ways because not only can God heal you, but you can be confident that he will heal you. Nevertheless, when you are going through something like that, it is still hard and it is still difficult 
to stay positive and surround yourself with positive people, positive energy, because when you are going through something like that, I am here to tell you that people are really not giving you any hope, especially those in the medical profession. And, you know, I get that because sometimes they are giving you the worst case scenario, so to speak, but hoping for the best. Because the truth is, I believe they really do want to see you have a favorable outcome, but they really don't know if you will survive the surgeries and the treatments. And I feel like they really do prepare you for the worst. And that is the reason why you have to take it upon yourself to encourage yourself. You know, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. And sometimes you really do have to encourage yourself. You have to get alone with God so that you can hear his voice. You have to quiet all of the other voices because you have so many other voices coming at you. You have your family, you have your friends, you have doctors. And listen, when you have all of that noise, going in your ear, in your head, and it gets in your spirit. Listen, you really do have to detox what you are hearing other people tell you, and you have to get alone with God, spend time with him, quiet all of the other voices so that you can hear the voice of God. And the reason why is because if those words are going into your ear and into your spirit, listen, instead of inciting and increasing your faith, it will incite and increase fear. And here's the thing about fear. This is what God really did school me on when it comes to fear. Fear is not just the opposite of your faith, it is the enemy of your faith. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. That word please in this verse of scripture literally means to gratify. So without faith, it is impossible to please, gratify, and pleasure God, which means that faith gives God pleasure. So if faith gives pleasure to God and fear is the opposite of your faith, then fear gives pleasure to the enemy. And that is the reason why when you are going through a battle where you are forced to fight for your life, you may not hear from God, but trust me, you will hear from the enemy telling you that you are not going to live. And that is the reason why you have to have a will to live. You have to talk back to the enemy and say to the enemy, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Do you remember when you were younger and Maybe even now, if someone says something out of the way to you or they come at you crazy, especially if they say something about your mama. And have you ever heard someone say, and you may have even said yourself, 
Oh, those are fighting words. Well, listen, when the enemy is giving you death threats, consider those fighting words when the enemy is trying to scare you with his scare tactics. Listen, you can combat the enemy with the word of God. And remember that the enemy is trying to get you to give up. But watch this. I found a secret weapon to use against the enemy when he is fighting against you. And I am going to share it with you. It is simple, yet it is very powerful. But before I share it, I am going to take a short break. And when I come back, I am going to reveal this secret weapon that you can use against the enemy. So when I come back, we are going to get into it. We are going to talk about it. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, beauties, and welcome back to the show. So before the break, I talked about revealing to you a secret weapon that you can use against the enemy. And listen, it is simple, yet it is so powerful. And it is something that you already own and you already have possession of it. And that is your will. See, I told you that it was simple and that's not even deep. Did you know that the enemy cannot touch your will? He cannot touch your will to fight and he cannot touch your will to live. That is the reason why when you have to fight for your will, the enemy will try to get you to give up your will to live. But you have to have a will to live. And this is something that God told me literally 10 years ago when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was just sitting one day quietly meditating on the word of God. And God said this to me verbatim. He said, as long as you have a will to live, the enemy can't touch you. Now that is powerful. As long as you have a will to live, the enemy cannot touch you. He cannot touch your will. And listen, if God himself will not influence or infiltrate your will, and if God himself will not even touch your will. Watch this. Why would he allow the enemy to touch something that he himself is not willing to touch? And that is your will. 
God said to me, even when my own son hung on the cross, check this out. This is what Jesus said in the book of St. Luke, chapter 22, verse 42. He said, not my will, but yours be done. So what was Jesus saying to his father? He was saying, God, this is not my choice. It is not my will. It is not my desire or my pleasure. But because I know that this is something you want me to do, and this is something that you sent me here to do, I am surrendering my will and giving my will over to your will. So understand this. Jesus could not die without first giving up his will. Oh my goodness. And what was his will? What was he giving up? He was selflessly giving up his own wishes, his own choices, and his own desires in order to fulfill God's desires. And Jesus even said in the book of St. John, chapter 5, verse 30, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not, watch this, my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. His will was the will of God or God's divine will, purpose, plan, and concept of God's will and God's desire for all humanity. So Jesus is letting us know in this passage of scripture that is not about his will, but it was all about lining up with the will of his father. And even though Jesus chose to do his father's will, you have to understand that the choice was still his to make. But watch this, in making that choice, he made sure his choice, his decision, and his will lined up with the choice, the decision, and the will of his father. That is the reason why Jesus could say in St. John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18, the reason my father loves me is because I chose to lay down my life only to take it up again. Verse 18 says, and this is a key verse, my zoom in verse, Jesus said in verse 18, no one takes my life, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. So Jesus is saying, I have a choice yet. I don't have a choice because watch this. My choice is God's choice. It was the father's choice to choose me because he loves me and he loves me because I chose to give up my life in order to save countless other lives. But understand that absolutely no one is taking my life. So let's be clear, I am laying it down. And the only reason I am going to die today 
in order to save mankind, understand that it is because I am giving up my will. Because again, Jesus understood his assignment. And God has given that same will and freedom of choice to me and to you. And that is the reason why when you are faced with a crisis, with a life or death situation, when you are faced with a terminal illness, or when you are faced with a diagnosis, which could turn fatal if you could just realize that no illness and no diagnosis, sickness, or disease can take your life unless you choose to lay it down. Oh my goodness. But if you should happen to find yourself in that situation, listen, if you are preparing yourself to fight for anything in your life, fight for your will, your will to survive, your will to live, your will to keep going, your will to keep the faith, your will to keep fighting, your will to keep living, and your will not to give up, but to continue in the fight to fight for your will and endure hardness like a good soldier to find and muster up the strength for a will to live and to run on to see what the end is going to be. Listen, I want to encourage you today to fight for your life, fight for a will to live, fight for your family, fight for your children, and fight for your will. Listen, you may give up on people because people will disappoint you and they will let you down every single time you put your trust in man. But the Bible says that some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but watch this, I will trust in the name of the Lord. So I want to encourage you today that you may give up on life You may give up on other things, but if you don't remember anything else from this episode, listen, don't give up your will. That is the reason why the enemy takes every opportunity to fight you and come against you. And that is why the enemy comes at you so hard. It is because he knows that if he can break you down, wear you down and wear you out. And he knows that if he can beat you down enough, it will cause you to give up your will. But I came to encourage you today and to let you know that in order to have a will to live, you have to fight for it. And I know that there are times when you just want to give up because you are tired of fighting. But Listen, I want to encourage you to keep fighting, fight for your will. And you know what? I hear the spirit of the Lord saying to you today, be not weary in well-doing or in doing well, because in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. That is an actual scripture out of the book of Galatians chapter six, verse nine. If you can just hold on and keep fighting, because remember, 
the enemy's tactic is to try to get you to give up because he knows that if he can get you to line your will up with his will, you will never reap the harvest or see the harvest God has waiting for you in your future. He knows that you will never reach your destiny in order to fulfill the purpose and the plan that God has for your life because the enemy will try to impose his will over your life and influence his will over God's will. And watch this, anytime someone tries to impose their will, watch this, it means that they are trying to force you and even influence you to do what they want to do in your life. And listen, I am just going to tell you that absolutely no person, especially the enemy, should have that much power over your will. Listen, your will is part of your soul because your soul does have three parts. It's in your soul where your mind, your will, and your emotions are. And you know what? Since the title of the Godcast podcast is Beautiful Soul Sunday, God's purpose is to use me through this podcast and this platform to help you deal with what is called the inner man, that soulish part of you, to make sure that every aspect of your soul is not only healthy, but beautiful. And listen, it's not complicated. Sometimes we get caught up or hung up on God's will. As a young girl growing up in church, we would not plan to do anything without saying if it's God's will. And, you know, I still find myself saying that to this day. But let me share with you what God's will is. In the book of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 10, Jesus gives instructions to his disciples when they asked him to teach them to pray. I'm going to actually start reading at verse 9 because Jesus starts out by saying, After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Verse 10 says, thy kingdom come, watch this, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So listen, we can stop right there because Jesus is saying this is what God's will is. God's will is to let whatever exists in heaven to exist in the earth. That is God's will. And that is how Jesus was able to carry out and accomplish his father's will because what already existed in heaven at that moment, it was able to be accomplished through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, which was the will of God the Father, because through the obedience and through the will of Jesus Christ, he was able to accomplish 
in the earth, love, healing, and a way of escape for all of us who were lost. Jesus Christ was able to conquer death, hell, and the grave as a way to bring ultimate forgiveness of sins in the earth through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who was our ultimate sacrifice. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with this thought and also with a biblical quote. God has a will and a purpose and a plan for your life, and he had that plan before you were born. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So what was God saying? I knew you before you knew you, before you were born and before you came out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, God said, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God says, I have thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. In other words, he is saying, I know you, I love you, I chose you, I formed you, I sanctified you, and I ordained you to be my spokesperson and to be my mouthpiece to speak to the nations and to speak on my behalf. And that is the reason why you have to fight for your will, because when you do, your will and your desires will line up with God's desires, his purpose, and what he already had planned for your life before you were even born. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember, don't give up your will or allow the enemy to impose his will on your life. Don't give up, don't give out, and don't give in, but fight for your life and fight for your will to live. And beauties, that is how you can just keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace.
be multiplied.